is Saturday, December 16th. Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a foray through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. So this episode is awesome for, for various reasons. First of all, we're not sponsored by Nestle's After 8 Dark Mint Thins, although this is a gift given to me by my sister. Because she's addicted to them. I love this. This this is says holiday season to me. Yeah. Like, this is just... Oh my god, I'm so excited. So so now is a perfect time to give you to an idea you. of how much she likes it. She liked it enough to ask me how much I spent on it to know if I got the best deal. And yes. Chelsea never Which does also, that unless she likes something. Yes, yeah, that is. Otherwise she doesn't give a mark. shit how much it costs. If yeah. you shelled out fifty bucks for something she didn't care about, she doesn't care you spent fifty bucks. If you spent fifty bucks care. on something she loves and you can get it for forty eight, she'd be pissed. I would tell you to yeah. yeah. I would tell you to go take it back if it was fifty dollars and I didn't want it. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Save no, but if it was money, something, unless you want it, in which case you no. Can like keep if it. I got you something and it was fifty bucks, you wouldn't even ask about the price if you didn't like it. But if you like it, you go. How I much do. did you spend? I do. How much was it? Did you get the deal? We could we could get a better deal on this. See, I'm we always take it back I'm always and go get the two dollars. The difference between us. I'm like, what did you spend? Anyway, so anyway, now, back on track. Now is a perfect time. You, you know what? You, you get to speak because okay. I'm so excited. Okay, so now is the perfect time to tell you all that we spoil things during our podcast. So leave now or forever prepare for pop culture spoilers. This episode is a very, very Chelsea Christmas episode. In which case, we don't talk really about anything Christmassy. We just talk about everything that, that I you want to talk about. I'm so happy. We, we I okay. did keep it. I did keep it kind of like in lanes though like there is some structure we're not completely loosey-goosey here there is some structure we have like don't three pretend topics. like there's structure to this there's three topics they've here. heard our other episodes we have no structure even when we have the structure in place so um normally what we would do is we discuss pop culture artifacts the fan theory fight club and the twi uh, twist the sister segment this time we're not really doing it in that structure chelsea's going to talk about what she wants to talk about and then i will tell her why she's wrong or why her favorite movie show what have you is not the best one it's mine that is the closest yeah, we'll keep, get to a you twist keep trying this week. to structure it yeah. so i just opened the after eight box have and you it noticed, says just a quick question for you have you noticed that this year that they've got very creative after eight has with some of their messages i'm reading that right now so, I love so it this. says it says good times begin after eight and then underneath it it says it's always after eight somewhere yeah they i never, love that they never used to have that this on the boxes that is such a chelsea thing to say as well i well my, you do that with rum o'clock where yeah. it's always no. my five o'clock somewhere my best friend so said you can to have me, a drink she sent me i think it was a meme she sent me and she says this is you in a nutshell and it and it was like i have had a very bad day so i deserve to give myself a treat to make myself feel better i and then like the next day i've had a very productive and excellent day so i deserve a treat because i work so hard yeah. <laughs> That is you. And I was like, I have said both of those things. Yeah. But yeah. What's funny though is like I spend zero money on myself. Really. I know. It's it's funny how I, I treat I think, myself. I think you're part I of the reason creative. that one of my biggest love languages is gift giving because you never wanted to buy anything for yourself, so I just buy everything for you. So like it's fed into my issues. But now I'm just like I have everything. Like, yeah. I'm done. I yeah. did buy when I was younger, I did buy everything that I wanted. Like I, I know. Got, Mom used to say that you had a problem with look books around and this movies. room. Look you around this room. It's just it's TV on DVD, movies and Blu-rays. Your problem, and books. Your problem was that Mom used to say you bought all these books and all these movies. Yeah. And now I have the same problem. I have you know the You're welcome. you know it's the playroom. The playroom is now the movie room slash granddad's room, mm -hmm. and he's surrounded by books and film. Yeah. And he shows. Has no choice. Well, he doesn't need that much space. So, <laughs> I can fit 
fill in the rest. <laughs> I even would argue that I need another shelf, but mom's so mad with me now that I can't get one. She's okay. like, you have too much as it is. Do not buy anything else. You have an issue opening the, the door. You've put so much shelf in No, there. that's because of the rug. The rug is my problem, not oh. the stuff in so the room. So let's get rid of the rug. Yeah. <laughs> let's have a cold floor, more space. Okay, so... Let's get focused. Okay, you focus. We're I'm, focusing. I'm, I'm on... here for the ride. So we're gonna first talk about we're go, we're gonna talk about three actors. That's I'm, I really did structure your your Chelsea my Christmas is different choices. than what mine is going to be. My three choices, and they they're all they're your favorite actors, actors that I really really love. Yeah, for various different reasons. So we'll we'll start off by having a conversation. I'd like to start out. This is not quality. This is just Chelsea's preferences. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I beg to differ. There is quality here. Two out of three of these people are quality. And I'm not going to say which one isn't. <laughs> the fact that you're bringing this up right now kind of says everything. So I think that this is a quality actor. Quality in so many ways. Anyway. And that is the one, the only, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now we're going to do something extremely fun. We're going to play a wonderful game called... Who is my daddy, and what does he do? Yes? Is your daddy a fireman? He's probably big. Is he a wrestler? Is he a basketball coach? No, 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 no. What's the matter? Oh, I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. It's a golf-sized tumor. I love Arnold so much. So... I'm going to I'm going to start by kind of like telling you how he is an artifact to me. My first experience with Arnold is not the typical one. It was 1997's Batman and Robin in which he played Dr. Victor Freeze, aka Mr. Freeze. Ooh. And I loved him. I thought he was great. I loved that movie. I was a, I was young. Granted now I look back and go, "Oh no, that's that's not the greatest Batman movie of all time." No, no, not even close. Like not even the greatest Batman, like George, no. George hates George in that. But I And George him. was George. I loved that movie though, and I just kept watching it over and over. And like that was like my experience of Arnold, who was like he's the ice I'm telling guy. you now, had I watched that, the person <laughs> I would have ended up loving from that is Uma Thurman. I would And not I did. Have... I dressed up this year as her for Halloween. I was Uma Thurman. I wasn't Uma Thurman. I'm sorry, I was, was that I was in nineteen ninety seven when you were becoming obsessed with Arnold? The muscle no, bun? No, but no. it stuck. It stuck because it, I still told about her. It didn't stick. It just, you had a resurgence is what it mm -hmm. is. Anyway. I can't believe that was the, your first experience and exposure What's to that guy. What's your first experience with um, Arnold? I want to say Jingle All the Way. Oh. I want to say that because of the Christmas movies that we used to have in our house, which ironically, you know, it's a very Chelsea Christmas. Um, I think <laughs> that was my first experience. And then after that, it was either Kindergarten Cop or Terminator. But yeah continue so all good those are all good movies sure the terminator i mean classic 1984 mm -hmm. made him what he was he was the bodybuilding like he was like built to the point that you're like that's not a human built like a brick shit house yep then he did commando in 85 great movie he did predator in 87 which i thought would be right up your freaking alley horror queen that you are yeah but predator's just alien you play Dutch. It's all the same shit. Predator and Alien is the same movie, except one's in space, and aren't they both in space, actually? You know what? I'm going to stick with it. They're the same movie. No. They no. are the same movie. There's a reason they had Alien versus Predator. It's because this shit movie. can happen. No, no. Predator is more like Aliens in that it was an action movie. 
Whereas oh, I'm sorry. Alien this genre was... is what makes this different. No, it's basically the same story. It's a creature. It's a creature horror film, it's and the creatures creature. look similar. It's just it's not. How he outsmarts him is just incredible. Like I just oh love it. God. Okay. Anyway, then there's the Running Man and I'd rather have the thing um, But I feel like oh, and then Twins. You know Twins, 1988. I haven't actually seen Twins, <gasps> which is an interesting little thing. Really? It's because I'm not a particular Arnold fan. I'm a fan of Devito. But not of uh, Arnold. I'm I'm stunned. Anyway, Kindergarten Cop you mentioned, which is great, good movie as well. So I love like he he ran a fine line between comedy and action, which is just perfect for me because I love a good action comedy. But 1990s, 91, 94, like those are the key points for me. So in 1990, he was in a movie called Total Recall. Before you were born. When you were just a barely, little egg. Barely. <laughs> when you were just a little egg. So totally Waiting to be hatched. Okay. <laughs> Are you trying to ruin Chelsea Christmas? Because, okay. like, this is, this is, come on. Uh, I will be have better seen, with the other two, I promise. Have you seen Total Recall? No. You haven't seen Total Recall? You freaked out the last time I told you this. Which Total was a Recall days is ago. amazing. So Total Recall is basically, it's a little science fiction-y. I would want to see it only for Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis oh, wait, is not in no, Total it's, Recall. No, that's True Lies. That's True Lies, sorry. Yes. So I don't want to watch Total Recall. That. Total Recall. I'm not into Sharon Stone. that much. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. So basically what happens in it... I'd rather watch her in... Is in you can get your mind... Basic thing. I'd rather watch her in that. You can get... Like, mind alteration is, like, the thing. I know. They did a remake of it with Colin Farrell. Oh, my God. Don't... If, if you've seen that and that's... I haven't they, seen that. Oh, thank God. Okay, anyway. Neither of he them plays Doug. interesting to me, and I love Colin Farrell. He plays Farrell. Doug in Total Recall. Worth the watch. And there's a girl... Like, there's a hooker with three boobs. Like, it's... It's, it's, I mean, it's Oh, you know movie. what? You've sold me. I want to see a hooker with three boobs. I almost dressed up for, for her as Halloween, but I couldn't get the, the makeup. I remember. Right. I tried helping you with it that year. <laughs> I couldn't figure that one out, so. You couldn't <laughs> figure it out how to get a third boob I know in there? I, I know now how to do it. I'd have to do a water balloon, like, paper mache over that shit, like, silicone or something. Anyway. Well, yeah. And and that's how I would get you know, my just, third just boob. Just go on to, like, face off, you know, and have them just add it to you for a special episode. No, it's episode. not the same. It's not There's the same. I want to do it myself. You. Okay, so then we've got 1991. So now we are, like, going into sequel territory. And that is when the best Terminator, in my opinion, came out, which was Terminator 2, T2 Judgment Day. Um, you're not here to kill me. I figured that part out for myself. So what's the deal? My mission is to protect you. Yeah? Who sent you? You did. 35 years from now, you reprogrammed me to be your protector here, this time. This is deep. Get down. They didn't even call it Terminator. They called it T2 Judgment Day, which says everything. Like, you saw T and you went, I know what that is. All you needed was the first letter. Incredible. So he plays the T-800 in it, and he... He completely reverses from what he was. Like, in the first one, he was the villain. They needed to kill him because he was coming to terminate. And then in Terminator 2, he's the good guy. He's protecting the kid. They, he's changed oh, He says, you know, get down, and he, he kills the guy who's in everything. He, yeah, and, like, the, the, the new villain that Never they have. Never remember his name. Like, he's incredible. Like, their new model is like their new model that they're the Skynet model. You're making this shit sound like it's oh, like Transformers. It's, like it's incredible. <laughs> their days. new model. So nineteen ninety one turns into a Mustang. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nineteen ninety one T two Judgment Day. You need to dedicate some time. By the way, ripped as fuck. Uh, Sarah Connor. She yeah. is just Sarah Connor. That's her name, right? Yeah. 
just incredible. Just incredible. Muscle on muscle. She is a, like, just peak physique for her. And she rocks it. So that as well. Like, honestly. Then... I told you I'd be better with the other two. Just then we have, have your moment. Stop trying to sh- get sh- me to watch sh- stuff. 1994, True Lies comes out. It's hell. It's hell. It's Helen. Helen. has something to do with Helen, I'm guessing. Helen. 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 Helen is having an affair. Welcome to the club, man. <laughs> Nobody Helen. thinks it can happen to them the first time, buddy. Same exact thing happened to me with wife number two. Remember? I had no idea nothing's going on, right? I come home one day and the house is completely empty. And I mean completely empty. She even took the ice cube trays out of the freezer. What kind of a sick bitch takes the ice cube trays out of the freezer? Look, Helen. Hey, Harry. Hey, listen, Helen still loves you. You know, she just wants to bang this guy for a while, you know? It's nothing serious. You'll get used to it. Soon. Stop cheering me up! What'd you expect, Harry? Helen's a flesh and blood woman and you're never there. It's just a matter of time. You know what? I say we concentrate on work, buddy. That's what I do every time my life turns to dog shit. I concentrate on work, and that gets me by. Right, buddy? It's gonna be great. You know what? We're gonna catch some terrorists. We're gonna beat the crap out of them. You're gonna feel a hell of a lot better. That's the that's Jamie Lee. Yeah, right? you got that's, Agent Harry that's, Tasker. That's I just the watched only this the other reason, night. It's the only reason I would watch it is for Jamie Lee. Curtis. So basically, the the point of this is like she just needed some fun in her life, so she ends up getting roped into some loser scheme. He's pretending like he's special when really he's not. I think his name's Simon. And because you can tell, he's and you know who it is, and you know what it is, it's Bill Paxton. Yeah, really, like truly. Anyway, um, so Bill Paxton. It's really Bill Paxton. Really, truly, it like, is he's really, really Bill Paxton it's playing not, the role. It's like, not I, a I couldn't believe it. I couldn't <laughs> believe it, but it was. Anyway, and he's just like playing a sleazy guy, and he's trying to. He's like pretend to be my wife when we go across the border, but he's just trying to get her into like sexual positions and stuff, Jesus. and she's not going for it. Like she's. She's naive enough that she's falling for it, but not naive enough that she's really she's falling, falling for it. She's falling for him, but not for his lies. No, 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 no. We're talking about Bill Paxton here. Okay. No, she's married to Arnold. And she, think Ar- she thinks Ooh. Arnold is, like, some sort of manager. This is just... I know. I know the story that, like, she thinks he's just, yeah. like... Bleh. Yeah. And, anyway. And he's really, like, I'm a superhero. Anyway, so he decides... Because at first he's really... Like, he loses his shit. He... He goes from not being present at all in her life to, oh my god, I think she's cheating on me. And, like, his his work colleague, who is, what's his name, um, Roseanne's ex-husband. Help me out here. Tom Arnold? Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold is just a gem in this movie. He, like, this is his best I've ever seen him. He is, like, like Whoa. he comes outside <laughs> and he's like, I think my wife is cheating on me. And, uh... You're doing a really bad. You're, and your Arnold's look, getting better. And he looks. He looks at it and he's like, "Welcome to the club, man!" Like he's talking about how his his ex-wife yeah. is just a piece of shit and stuff like that. He's like, "You're not helping." Like he's just not not interested at all in what he's saying. So then he's like, "We need to do a wiretap. We need to do that." Like they're using all of their spy technology to figure out why she's cheating on him, but she's not. Like the whole time, she's not cheating on him. She's just kind of bored she's a bored house well she does have a job but like she's a bored she's bored she's just bored and and she doesn't realize that this guy is just playing her to try and get in her pants and then arnold gets involved 
separates the two, and like he's doing highly illegal stuff, and he's he's telling this guy that he's gonna like mess him up, like he really is gonna mess him up, Bill Paxton. Yeah. And uh, Bill Paxton runs away like a like he pees himself and runs away like the dweebus that oh. he is. But he keeps his wife. Bill he's like, deserves better. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to see how. So they put her in like a room. Oh my god! And she turns around and and like she can't see that it's him. And they've got like a voice cover and stuff like that. And he's like, Are you? Do you love your husband? Have you cheated on your husband? And all of this. Well, I'm doing it in the voice, but like that's not what it sounds like over the thing. And uh, what does it really sound like? One of Alvin and the Chipmunks? No, it's even deeper. And. Uh, because it's just trying to disguise the voice. And, I need and she focus. loses her shit on him. She's like, no, I'm not, I don't work for anyone. And she, like, she's clearly a badass, despite being, like, not really a badass. And she whips the, the, um, chair at the glass. I think True Lies is my favorite Arnold, just because of how into it I am talking about it you, to seem, you right now. You seem more into it. Because of Jamie Lee's character, though. You're not into it because of Arnold. No, no. It's because she's amazing. One of the best things. At one point, they're caught. They're they're caught by actual proper villains. And she realizes... the helicopter thing? She real No. She realizes okay. for the first time who he is. And she's piecing this together, how long she's been lied to. And they give him, like, a truth serum, right? And she says to him... She's like, what is, what is that? He goes, it's truth serum. It's gonna make me say things and she's like really <laughs> she's like okay how long she's really? like are we? so her first question is are we gonna die and he goes oh definitely like and <laughs> like he, he's like oh yeah they're going to torture us and kill us and like he, he's she's like okay so it's working she's like how long have you been doing this And he's like oh 25 years and she's like what and then at another point this guy comes up to him and is it gonna think, is about you're to not torture talking him. about true lies. Is about to torture talking about, talking about Arnold. Arnold. So he's talking to Arnold and he says, I'm going to like this guy's clearly gonna torture him and like he's he's preparing his tools and stuff. And uh, and the guy says to him, he's like, I Why does his tool you look know, like the screwdriver? <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? He's like, I'm he's like, Why? What's gonna happen? The, this guy's saying back to him and he's like, I'm going to and like and then just list exactly what he's gonna do. He's like, I'm going to, you know, bash your head in I'm gonna crush that guy's vertebrae I'm gonna do all of this and then I'm gonna get this guy and then he's like oh really and how are you gonna do that and then he goes I picked the handcuffs and then he does exactly what he said he was going to do it's just it's it's such a good moment and but it's on he's on truth serum so he says exactly what he's going to do so yeah I love it anyway agent Harry Tasker may be in my opinion his best role which is controversial because I mean you've still got Doug from Total Recall and I you wouldn't do, worry about that. And you do competing. have the Terminator, right? So it's like, it's very hard to say because like everyone is like, do, 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 like Terminator, right? But I, I love Agent Harry Tasker in True Lies. I think it's one of his better roles. Comments? What, what's your, what are your feelings? I want to go to the next one. <laughs> okay. Merry Christmas, Arnie! You're not, you're not gonna convince me with Arnold because I just, I don't like him. I don't like, I don't particularly like him as a person. I don't like his acting. I told you, my favorite thing he ever did was basically the first thing I ever saw with Jingle All the Way. And... Uh, and he turns into, like, the, the superhero for his son. Yeah. And doesn't he say, after put he, that cookie down after, in that after, episode? After, in, that, in that movie? After he's been, like, an absentee parent, though. Like... That's the theme! Uh, 
He's always an absentee parent. He's until a bit he's of a not. dick, and then he's like, "Oh, I've got to step up finally." And then he steps up. Otherwise, she gonna leave me, and I'm gonna lose my son. Yeah, and then we get Arnie in his prime. Anyway, so, so that is the story of how much I love Arnie. Now let's move on to my story of my other boyfriend. This one I actually he, celebrate his he's birthday. He's your sugar year. daddy. He's not my sugar daddy. He's, he would be. Uh, well, I guess technically, but <laughs> but I'm not really of that of that vein of person. So, but yes, I do. Well, love, he would be your. You'd be your. I older love him man. just for him. He'd I be your him. older man. He would be an older man. That's that's true. <laughs> so the next person we're talking about is my boyfriend Joe Pesci. What? Just you know, you're you're funny. <laughs> You mean, so? let me understand this, because I don't you know, maybe it's me, I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... You know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Let me start. Yeah, you can. You can by go telling for Joe, you my first. Because I like Joe too. I would marry first, Joe artifact. and have and have all of Joe's. Where did I first touch upon family my love? in my life? My love. Oh, that's easy for you. You What's it? you met Joe through Home Alone. Yes, I did. I have so, no like doubt most in my mind. children from the eighties and the nineties, my first experience with my boyfriend Joe Pesci was the nineteen nineties film Home Alone. Harry, in which, in which he plays thief Harry Lime. Did you know his last name was Lime? I looked that up. I did not know that. Is it spelled? L Y M E, like the lime that you use to decompose a body. That no, that's, kind of that's lie. Oh no, yeah, sorry. Lime is the thing that preserves. Never mind, ignore me. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my bad. I sh I should do better. So, I love him. My forensic knowledge is a bit rusty. After I I like everybody, I was like, oh, he's just a gem. And and one of the things that I learned was that he has a tendency to swear, which I mean, everybody who knows Joe Pesci other than Home Alone knows this. And that is why... I love him not actively that, trying not to swear. That is why his character because has that, that thing where he goes, butcha, 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 butcha. Because he can't swear, but he wants but to swear. But the thing that is funny is, who is he doing that for in Home Alone? Himself. Um, yeah. He's doing it for himself because he, he needs funny. to swear so but like, bad. But it's only because it's a kid's movie he's actually not swearing. But in reality, if this person how was trying to swear... How many times did you say fuck is my like, question. Like, how many times did I, you have to say, Joe, I, we're going to have to do that scene again? I genuinely think that there is a potential to have, like, a whole fan theory that he has kids of his own. Because he actively is trying not to swear in this situation. He could totally you swear. You mean, like, Harry Lyme, the character? Yeah. Like, I think... Oh, yeah, he totally could swear. He could totally... In the characters. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like he knows, oh, Kevin's listening, so I can't He doesn't swear. He doesn't. Shit. He doesn't care. Like, he, yeah. at one point, they're trying to kill him. Yeah. So they could totally swear. Okay. But they don't. Neither of them do. So there's a lot to, there's a lot to unwrap here. And I feel like you might, you're going to go down this road with me. Yeah. So I have. I'm with you for this journey. I have an interesting trajectory in which the thing that Joe Pesci is probably most known for, which would be his roles in um, Martin Scorsese films, yeah, is not is more dramatic stuff. Not actually where I started with all of this. The next thing I saw him in was Lethal Weapon Two, mm -hmm. in which he plays Leo Getz, and where they fuck you at the drive-through. Yes, the single yeah. like, best, I, I would best joke scene it's, in the movie. It's one of the funniest jokes in the whole thing as well. And he's not wrong. And he's being dead serious. Like, the thing that makes it better is the fact that his character 
it, like he tries to have this whole like shtick like whatever okay, you want okay, okay, whatever, okay, okay, okay. whatever you want Leo gets like that's his whole thing right yeah. um but in the in, in this scene when you're introduced to him you find out that he did money laundering because he just kind of figured out one day how easy it would be so he said that he would do it and then he it's took like some off the top into crime he, yeah like he took some money off the top because he thought they're not gonna notice and oh shit they noticed so now they're <laughs> after him and that's why they have to protect him um but he is hilarious in it because like at one point he's going through torture and everything but his mm-hmm. character still like maintains a very funny and way. he always says okay 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 like yeah like, he's yeah. trying to reason like, with like you. It's almost. kind of like, stop okay. talking, stop okay. talking, listen to me. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And then, like, he'll say what he wants. Um, and it's also, like, the equivalent of when someone says, um and ah. Like, that is his, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Because, like, he'll, he'll need a sec to remember what he wanted to say, and you go, okay, okay, okay. So, and then he'll start talking about something else. But his scene, which you said is the funniest scene in the film, I think it's one of the funniest jokes, is they go through the drive through and they mess up the order... And instead of just being like, oh, let's and go Gibson. back inside, yeah. or oh, they're I'll cops. eat it anyway. Bear in mind, they're cops that are yes. kind of protecting him because he's a witness that's giving them yeah. information. Yeah. And and instead of, like, he expects them to turn around and go back. Yeah. And fix and, this. Yeah, but that's because he treats them like they're his buddies, not like they are his detail to protect him. Yeah. Um, And but, he would otherwise be in a shitload of trouble. Yeah, like, he'd be them. dead. Because they're trying to kill him. Like, he's he's had attempts on his life. Like, when they meet him, yeah. he's in a hotel, and a guy comes in and tries to shoot him, and he has to fall through a window, Mel Gibson's character does, to save his life. Um, and he accidentally ends up punching him at one point. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, actually, that's one of the things that I made as my notes, because I have very limited notes with it being your episode. I wrote, I wrote Lethal Weapon, and then I wrote exactly what they you said. They fuck you at the drive-thru, yeah. Yeah, but he yeah. doesn't say you, he says yeah. They fuck yeah at the drive-thru. Yeah. yeah. I can't do it the but way he, he does says it. it. His delivery's so perfect. I could probably do it, but I don't want to say that on record. Um, <laughs> oh, but it's okay that you wrote it as your only note. <laughs> I checked with mom, she's fine with me writing it. Um, <laughs> you had to check with mommy to see if it was okay? Well, I don't want to say the F word. I'm like, is it okay I can write it? I'm not going to actually say it, I'll have Chelsea say it. And I didn't even need to have you say it, you oh, just said I'm it. Oh, because I'm so in. I'm, I'm, I love, I love, yeah, he's my boyfriend. He says I will, it, I will the thing that's funny is, it's him. not just that he says it once, and like, it's just a one-line clanger. He says it over and over, in the and hopes it that it's going to convince them to come on. back. And it's not even done like he has the same line comes up again yeah in the third film but i can't remember the context well it's it's they f you with the the speeding tickets they f you with this they f you with that it's it's something different every time it's something that's clearly bothering him in the moment but like and he decides that they f everybody but in the lethal weapon 2 when we first see him when he says that for the first time i don't think people expected it to be so, so funny, but it is so funny. That's because just everyone's had that experience where you order something at a drive-thru and you and drive away. You drive away and then you're like, "Shit!" And they don't care. I said I didn't want mustard, and there's I mustard all terrible. over this thing. I am a monster because I will sit there and I will check. Oh my god, you will hold up the line to I, check your food. I'm fast. I'm not holding up the line really, but I'm the person. I'm an extra thirty seconds. Like, get over it. I I'm very clear in my instructions. So if I check the bill and it's on the bill, yeah. and I take that shit home and it's wrong, yeah. If I'm if gonna hold on to that, I don't, I don't bill. leave. I don't leave. Like, I, in the worst case scenario, if I see him with, I'll drive around the corner and park the car. Yes, I was and just then, gonna say. <laughs> if there's a massive through. line, I will go. I will turn. Go yeah. park the car in the parking lot. Check that everything's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. 
And and if it's good, we can drive anyway, away. I if even, it's not, I'm going in. You know what's really in. sad? It's like, I have, I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant, but I have a restaurant in my mind right now where I consistently have to do this because they kept screwing up every single time. No, no, you're mouthing words at me, and no, it's not what you're saying. Oh, it's not them? It's not them. See, that's, that's the they person for me. They always get my order right, but I do tend to go to the same person, and they know me, so they oh. know what my order is. So they just look at your face, and yeah. they're like, oh, that's the BLT with whatever. BLT. <laughs> well, you're not eating that, but still. <laughs> you like, got a B and an L and a T that I <laughs> want to eat there. <laughs> I'll just take the burger. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I find that I, I have that with a couple of different restaurants, but there's one that they just consistently screw it up. And and now I don't go there anymore. Like, I've just, I'm done. I'm over it. So now if I, off, if I say, hey, let's go swim, you're like, no! You'll know which one F it is. F them! Then, yeah. I, then I'll know. <laughs> they fuck you at the drive-thru. Yeah. If I say that, it, yeah. you, you know who it was. I, I know that we're not going there. Um, okay. So. Um, you haven't got to it yet. You haven't mentioned my favorite Joe Pesci performance because I personally oh I haven't got to my jo favorite I, Joe Pesci I prefer either. his comedy more than his serious. So like he's I known for Scorsese. Our favorite is going to be the same. Probably I'm fairly he's sure. known for his Scorsese, but for me, while those are amazing, don't say and he's it. Don't say it. We're that, getting there. We're getting. I there. like his comedy support. I like Home Alone. I like Lethal Weapon. I like what you. What love. I'm going to go. I to. like what you okay. love. So hold on, hold on. Recent in recent years, mm -hmm. I've tracked backwards. Oh god. And I went and watched. <laughs> Don't choke on my after eights, you fiend. So Raging Bull, I went back and watched with Robert De Niro, which is based on true story, and Joe Pesci's in it as well. He plays Joey Lamada, which is his brother. Did you know he died in like 2017, like the real boxer that like uh, Raging Bull. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Anyway, well, like he was old. So like, I he watched... didn't die because it was like ooh knockout. It was yeah. like he just died because he was yeah. old. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. No, thank you. Um. So anyway, I went back and I watched that, and I gotta say, just a gem of a performance there. Like he is just perfect in everything that he's in. And I mean, this he's is... He's a scene you stealer. Would, you would not know that this is one of his, like, first performances because he's just so perfect in it. So then, okay, so now we're... Now jumping back. Jumping back to, like, the reality of, of my trajectory. So I've gone through sure. Luca Weapon at this point. The next thing I watched was Casino. I watched Casino, where he I plays Nicky Santoro. And I remember you tried to get dad. me to watch that, and Mom said to me, you cannot stay in here for this, and she <laughs> took me upstairs. 1995, so I would have been four. But you didn't watch it then. You watched it later. I, watch it I was four. like four when you were watching yeah. it. I was like, this is a, this is an appropriate time. I, yeah. you, you should you should thank me to more be, than blame me. To be I, fair, there's a lot of things, there's things that you that, There's things that I saw little bits and pieces of I shouldn't have seen anyway. Like, I knew what happened, like, different things that have happened in American Pie, because because you tried to sneakily watch We're it We're talking about Joe Pesci, and Joe Pesci is not in America Pie, so let's I knew, focus. I knew about Hostel, a scene in uh. Hostel, because I saw a bathroom scene So after scene my when dad uncle came over. had me watch, watch Casino, which I thought was great, by the way. I, yeah. I, I have it on Blu-ray on the side there. Mm. Uh, I then watched Goodfellas, which is almost his best movie. Almost. Yeah, it's good. Almost his best. I would Goodfellas give it is good anyway. Goodfellas is an incredible movie I, with I, the entire cast. Yeah. Nobody puts in no, a shitty performance. No one gave 90%. They were all doing 100. Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, I believe, for playing Tommy DeVito. So Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. So this is when he became an Oscar winner. This is when right? he was Joe Pesci. And this is 1990. This man did so much incredible shit in the early 90s. It's like he was waiting for me to be born to just parade it out. 
And like, he, boy, did he ever! So Goodfellas, you is think incredible. of him doing stuff prior to your birth. He didn't actually He's know practicing. you were coming. He was practicing. Okay. And and for the big show. Yeah, and the big <laughs> show came, and then in 1992, we've got some great shit. He did three movies in 1992 that were incredible: *Lethal Weapon* three, he played Leo Getz again; *Home Alone* two, he played Harry Lime again, which I love both of those movies. But most importantly, and I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but his best performance is in My Cousin Vinny, where he plays the Cousin Vinny. He plays Vincent LaGuardia Gambini. How could it take you five minutes to cook your grits when it takes the entire grit-eating world 20 minutes? I don't know. I'm a fast cook, I guess. I'm sorry. I was all the way over here. I couldn't hear you. Did you say you're a fast cook? That's it? Are we to believe... That boiling water soaks into a grit faster in your kitchen than on any place on the face of the earth? I don't know. Well, perhaps the laws of physics cease to exist on your stove. Were these magic grits? I mean, did you buy them from the same guy who sold Jack his beanstalk beans? Uh, objection, Your Honor. Objection sustained. Are you Mr. sure about Tipton, that five minutes? Ignore the question. Know. Are you sure about that five minutes? I don't know. I think you made your point. Are you sure about that five minutes? I may have been mistaken. I got no more use for this guy. Do you agree? Best rule? I My notes say I prefer his comedy performances, so I chose my cousin Vinny. So what you're saying dramatically, is yes. Dramatically, I chose Goodfellas with a shout out to Lethal Weapon. That's what I did in my notes. What's your number one performance? But I told you it's different. Comedy-wise, it's My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin Vinny's incredible. That's comedy-wise. And then dramatically, He's there to protect the youths. He's there for the youths. Yeah. Oh, My Cousin Vinny is just... There is nothing... There's two things that they can't be funnier in any universe. The first one is when they're out in the cabin and he, like... he hears hurt. He hears. No, I'm getting to the, the first owl. Part. The owl is going off, and he's, he's like, trying to get away like, from hell. What the f is he that? He hasn't been able to sleep and for he, months. And he picks and he picks up a gun and just goes out like he's in the west. And he's in like boxer shorts, <laughs> just and, shooting and out just into the middle of nowhere, into the distance. Yeah, because he he's shoots. a New Yorker. All he's years, never had all years, this experience. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. And then he thinks it's over, and he goes inside. He's like, in backwater hack. Alabama. But like he, he, he looks like and hack. He's a New Yorker. He, he, he looks like hack. It's over, and he goes back inside, closes the door, and then you hear the owl go, hoo-hoo, yeah, again. immediately. <laughs> yeah. It's all undone, so you know he's not gonna sleep again. And the other thing is, it's really funny when Marissa Tomei's doing, you know, my biological clock is ticking like this, and she's stomping her foot. And the thing that's funny that's is her performance. She does so that, nice. and then his response is so funny because he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry." Is your clock... And he's, like, kicking yeah, away on yeah, the ground. Yeah. And he, he's just like, oh, well, you think I don't want to be better at this? I want to be better at this, but I'm not. Yeah. And like, and he just yeah. loses it on her because she's like, I got that. two kids that are on are, are going for the death sentence. I've got a girlfriend who's, who's whose clock is ticking. <laughs> and he like starts stamping starts, his foot like she yeah. is. Yeah. He's like, and would you like to add anything? Oh, he says, I got a judge breathing down my neck. Who wants to throw me in jail? Yeah. And he's, he's like, just, is there anything else you would like to add to my plate? Anything. Hmm? Hmm? And she's like, and okay, she, maybe it was the wrong time to talk about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. 
Because she comes in hot because she's mad and she doesn't realize he's going to come and give it right back to her. Yeah. Like, I've got shit going on. I don't care about your biological clock right now, darling. I, love, I don't care. I love, though, that in the end, at the end of the day, despite all of this, he still has profound respect for her knowledge and expertise. Because he uses her on the stand. I know, but we can't... Don't spoil... Please don't spoil this movie. All for anyone who hasn't seen stand. My Cousin Vinny. Calm down. For anyone who hasn't seen My Cousin Vinny, Ugh. I'm not going to spoil this movie for you because it is so worth the watch. Go see it. It is so incredible. Do you know that it's used in law schools because most of the stuff that is done in it is accurate to how processes should be? Yeah. Um, just to give you an idea, because we didn't actually specify why he is uh, protecting these two kids... He's the, a cousin. He's yeah, the cousin Vinny. He's the cousin to a kid and his friend who Bill. are going on trial. And Stan. Yes. So you rewatched it recently, did you, Charles? I did not. I, you just have it in front of you? No, it is just in um, my mind at all times. Uh, it's on Disney Plus. For anyone who has Disney Plus, go watch it. Like, that seems like an odd thing to have on Disney Plus. It's a fox. It? It's Fox. They they own Fox. It just it seems in Canada. Little, in Canada yeah. they own Fox. Um but but they've been uh, accused of murder. They've been accused of murder wrong. when they weren't there. So, like, they they say, oh, because they think the whole reason that they're being taken in and arrested is because they accidentally stole, like, stole, like a can of tuna. He put it in his like, pocket because he, he was pocket, struggling to carry everything. he couldn't carry everything and he left forgot it. and was like, oh, shit. And then so they get said, pulled so over. So he's like, yeah, I did it. Because their car matches a description. He's like, yeah, I did it. I did it. I'm so sorry. And they turn around and they're like, hey, he's confessed. You're going down for murder. And he goes, wait, Murder? And yeah. then he's freaking out. And he keeps saying to him, he says, uh, you shot the clerk. And he goes, I shot the clerk? Like, question, question mark. mark. But he's repeating it back to him. he keeps saying, and, and they're, like, taking notes. They're taking he keeps saying, I shot the clerk. I shot the clerk? But, but it, it's a question mark, and they're taking it as a period. Yes. Um, yeah. So they're ready to put him away, because they're like, he confessed. And he's like, I didn't know. I was asking and questions. And they're college kids. They have nothing to their name, really. They're yeah. just trying to make, make a life for they themselves. They were just trying to get through Alabama to get back home, yeah. kind of thing. So, now so then they have to call the cousin in to yeah. try and represent them. But he's failed the bar, like, six times. And he brings his girlfriend with him. And he brings his girlfriend, who clearly, they are fish out of water. Mona Lisa is her name, yes. by the way. Yeah. Mona Lisa Vito. Yeah. And she is just priceless. By There's the way, a she won, she won the award for There's this. a reason she won yeah. for it. Yeah. Anyway, incredible. Absolutely incredible um, movie. It's so funny. One of my favorite things is with, um, at one point, she, she keeps taking photos Yes. Because she's, like, chronicling the experience. Yeah. And she takes a bunch of photos, and at one point... And you can and see it as well. Like, if you have, like, a, a high definition, you can kind of see... Oh, you mean his ass in the shower? Yeah, she, she's been taking photos that she, and he, she thinks he, they might help with the case somehow. So she gives them to him, and he's and going he's through, going, and he goes, oh, this is all this shit. Dog shit! And, like, she took a picture of dog shit on the side of the road, he goes, dog shit. Oh, this is the winner of the case. He goes, no, oh, the winner. no, 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 never mind. Here's the gem. And it's him in the shower. In the shower. <laughs> And he's, and he's got a translucent. He's got a translucent curtain on him. Yeah. So you can kind of see his Joe, tushy. Joe's Pesci. And uh, that's no, no exactly you see his tushy. He's not facing you. And anyway, he's got his back matter. to you. It doesn't matter. You, you see, see Pesci's tushy. So funny, like that. And she's but he, he's just like, and she's she had enough. She's like, you she's know what? Leaving. She's Bye. going back to New York. Because he, he keeps getting more irritable with yeah. her as, as, as it's going. Yeah, as it goes on, more. Because he's not doing well. Like he's the judge hates him. 
He doesn't have a lot of evidence to prove The funny anything. thing is, when he finally throws him in jail, he says, I'm going to stay the night there. And because he's used to having, like, a New York... He's able to sleep. He sleeps through, like... A, them screaming, screaming and, and noises and alarms. Attacking and hitting bars. He sleeps like a baby. Yeah. Because it's not And it's the country. first night of sleep he's had in months because yeah. the tr- the trains and the <laughs> owls and just everything he's something not used funny, to. Something funny. Something funny. I just searched my cousin Vinny on Google and the, one of the first thing people also ask, why my cousin Vinny is so good? That is the number one thing that comes up. Do you why know movies so have good? that be their first thing, Chelsea? I search that all the time. They for said it, it is a role that has been tailor-made for Joe Pesci. He relishes the part and makes a meal of yeah, every courtroom speech and every close encounter yeah. with the soul of Alabama. Yeah. He, he, it is perfect. I, yeah. I could not commend a movie more. Okay. So Joe Pesci is amazing. Yes. Now, anyway, I saw our final No, no, I saw some other stuff of his as well. Okay, okay, you want to talk about those things too? Well, A Bronx Tale, he's good in that, but it's a very, very small role. Eight I like A Bronx Duffy. Tale. I, I love A Bronx Tale. It's, it's I underrated. I like that more than most gangster movies. It's so good. It's it's wholesome. And it's generational. Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. I really enjoyed that. Mainly, it's it's not a good movie, but I love Joe Pesci so much that I'm so biased that I loved it. That at one point, he takes the eight heads out and they start singing. It's a weird movie. And then he was also really in the eight heads and the duffel bag. And he was just singing, and it's weird, shocking. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're not gonna go down this road. There's a whole bunch of shit that he was in that I've seen that you are not interested. Something in. that I think is important so, to mention. Irishman. Separate. I've seen that. Separate. Irishman. Irishman was good. Yeah. Separate to Joe Pesci's films, I remember one day you came over to the house and you were like, "You're not gonna believe this. Listen to this." And she like she covered the whole screen and just had me listen to this song. She goes, "Guess who that is." Yes. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Why? Am I supposed to know the person? She's like, hint, I love them. And I'm like, you have so many freaking people. How the <laughs> hell am I supposed to know from that? Yeah, it, yeah. it would have been much easier if I said I didn't like them. You have a very small list of people where I'm just like, I can't stand them. Yeah. Not not having any of it. But, but I love so many but people. But you turned around, you went, it's Joe Pesci. And his singing voice, this, I don't know if this, I don't, I, I don't That's know. That's why he left acting. He retired he, to do that. He, he doesn't sound like him himself for me he just it doesn't sound like joe pesci to me at all i didn't hear any effing and blinding in any of his songs No, because he was full of joy and he's just he was loving it anyway okay so we're gonna talk about my third and final and again i love this guy like if joe pesci says he doesn't want me i would say my next boyfriend i would say out of the three you discuss you know what's really funny i think this person's portfolio for me I have a lot more things that I really, really love. Like, Joe Pesci, there's, like, four or five things. But this person, it's, like, Well, the next hit person, after he is a character me. actor that has been in a he lot. Is this amazing. filmography is huge. I love him, I love him, I And love I'll do him. a bit of a rundown, too. I'll do, okay. I'll do a little Who are you talking about, Chelsea? I'm talking about the one, the only, Stanley Tucci. Narrowed it down to the other Bolin girl or the bucket list. Huge hit. Why can't we watch a movie for kids? You always get to pick. Because... The family member of the week gets to pick the movie. Harry, you get family member of the week every week. And there's a reason for that. Yeah, you pick family member of the week. Are you accusing me of nepotism? Okay, it's the bucket list. This is it. This is the greatest decision. I'm so happy with this decision. That's what it's going to be. All right. Now, honey, after we watch the bucket list, remember to cross-watch the bucket list off our bucket list. Guys, I just want you to know that if you hear around town that I have chlamydia, that is totally false. Olive, do we need to have the talk again? 
No, it's just a thing that's going around. You know, nothing you're saying is making me feel any better. Not to mention how you've been dressing the last few days. No judgment, but you kind of look like a stripper. Mom! A high-end stripper. For governors or athletes, but stripper nonetheless. Yes. Oh my god, I'm just trying to mix it up a little. And I have no STDs, I promise you. That's great. Daughter of the year. I'm just saying, if you hear anything to the contrary, just come up with some funny retort and walk away. Honey, you're kind of starting to worry us a little. Should we be kind of worried a little? I don't think so. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I got it all under control. Okay. Okay. Then let's bucket list this bitch. Do not say what you want to say. You can toochie my toochie. Oh. <laughs> I hate when you toochie say that. my coochie is what I usually oh, say. God. <laughs> okay, so whenever you say it, I just want to roll up like a mummy my and coochie? climb into a coffin. Okay, so my first interaction with Stanley Tucci, funny enough, is a, is something that now I would be like, ooh, like this is a, a red flag. But 1992, he was in Beethoven. He plays Vernon. Yeah. The minion yeah. for the villain in the movie. Like, yeah. The villain in the movie is like a vet who is into animal cruelty. Yeah. And he works for him. Yeah. It's a really gross role for Stanley Tucci. Because yeah. like in my mind, that is not, that's not the Tucci I know. So, yeah, it's it's weird that that's the first time. And then, anyway. I forgot that he was in that, but when you said it then, I was like, oh first yeah, First time I, I ever, that. ever saw him was that. Anyway, so something happened in the 2000s. The first thing I saw him in is my favorite role that he did. That was the first thing I saw him in. Oh, I don't know what yours is. Okay, so we'll get we'll get to that in a second. Something happened in the 2000s, and the tides really turned. In 2001, he had a small part in America's Sweethearts. Then the same thing, 2002, in Road to Perdition and Made in Manhattan. Like, he's growing in, in caliber, but, like, these, these are major movies. 2004, he was in The Terminal. He was also in Shall We Dance. Roles are a little bit bigger in that. Parts are getting slightly more substantial. Then 2006 hits, The Devil Wears Prada happens, he plays Nigel Kipling, he really solidifies himself. As the straight actor playing a gay guy. Cause no, I wouldn't it, say that. Although he did play a gay guy in a lot of things. He is the man that you go to. He's metrosexual. If you, want a, if you want to have a gay character be played by a straight guy, they call Stanley Tucci. I'm sure he's on the short list for all of the gay character roles played by straight actors. I really don't know about that. I, I never looked at that. Think but of anyway, all of the he's, gay people In my played. mind, he solidifies himself as a man who gives his all to every role. Like, it doesn't matter if the role is like a small tertiary part, which in any other circumstance, Nigel's role is a throwaway part. But he's hilarious. But he, he encapsulates that so much. Like, it's one-off freaking statements. Like, when she first comes in and like Meryl Streep, who is like queen fucking bitch in that movie she's coming in and they're all like trying to get ready and he goes gird your loins it, it, it's like she's coming she's coming and they yeah. all run around he says gird your loins yeah. and i remember the exact quote anybody else i wouldn't have remembered but the way he says it and then he looks and goes oh what is that and he's and, pointing at Anne Hathaway. Hathaway because she's a crime against these fashion. are two lines that in any other actor's pause they yeah. would have just been like nothing yeah. But the way he delivers them, I know exactly what he says. I know when it happens. He's perfect. You know that he means it, too. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, he's incredible in it because of the key is kind of a catalyst in the change of the movie. Is that your favorite Tucci role? It is definitely not my favorite Tucci role. So then he, we have a... I, I have a top. I have a top five. No, I, that's a lie. I have a top three. 
He's other other. I would say I roles. have a top three as well. Other significant roles. He's been in tons of stuff. Like he was in Spotlight. He's been in Beauty and the Beast. The Children's Act. He was really good in that. I like Captain America. He was in Captain America. Yeah. Lots of things that he's been in, but I'm not going to talk about any of those. Two key ones that I think kind of stand out because he was definitely like the 2000s, late 2000s. Something you haven't changed. discussed that I think is important is he was in Burlesque. I'm just about to say that. Oh. Yeah. Burlesque, he plays Sean. I love him in Burlesque. He's great in Burlesque. He's great. Yeah, he really is. To me, he just seems like he's playing a, a different version of who he played in Devil Wears Prada, like a more relaxed, nicer yeah. version of Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, well, I mean, he's so fun. He's working for sure. Another queen bitch. Yeah, he's but so a fun to different watch. One. Yeah. That, that's something that makes Stanley Tucci someone that you always like watching because no matter if he's playing someone good, bad, serious, funny, you still kind of love him. He's magnetic on the screen. You yeah. want to watch him. You want to see what he's got. That is a great way to what he, wants, he is magnetic. What you you want to see? Hunger Games. What he's going to do? Hunger Games. Oh, Big yeah. role for him. He plays Caesar Flickerman in it. And he, he's an asshole. He, he does, yeah, but he does he's the role well. He's a secret well. asshole, which is the good thing. He does the role really, really well. Okay, so now I'm going to get you to With my the, top the three. The big smile and, I'm gonna go, and everything. Yeah. My my second and third are kind of tied because it's it's hard for me to say. My my third my roles. third is burlesque because I really do. I'm okay. a sucker for burlesque. So I love the movie in general, and people hate burlesque. I love it. It's okay. My second and third. Well, are it Julie made me it made me get more into dancing. Because I love. All right. So one day we'll talk about this as. as well, I'm not saying I'm joining acts, but like um, Julie and Julia is is one. The lovely Bones is the other. So that's those, your top two. Those are no. Those are my that's second and third. Second and third. Oh, we have different tops. <gasps> I thought we were gonna have the same top, Chelsea. Okay, hold on. So my is my second or third your first? Your top is my second. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let's let's just. Oh let's, my god. Let me talk about it then. So Julie and Julia, oh he God. plays Paul, Julia Child's wife. Wife. <laughs> Julia Child's husband. When you said it, I Julia was like, Child's are you husband. okay? Julia Child is his wife. There we go. Anyway, great, great performance. I don't know how accurate it is because I don't really know very much about Paul Child, but like just the supportiveness of it and like I think it's beautiful. You just like that he's nice. It, it is a beautiful it's nice role. nice to see someone nice. It is a beautiful role, and he plays it so perfectly that it's believable. It doesn't feel like a joke. Like, when she's crying over cutting the onions, I think is such a touching moment and things like Anyway, beautiful. Beautiful role. Lovely Bones. What a different direction. So, I, first of all, I already loved the Lovely Bones because I read it when I was younger. And I read it more than once. I read it several times. I read it again in high school. I loved it. Um, the Lovely Bones is his best role. That's I, your number one? Yeah. I will live and die by that knowledge because he transforms. Like, not just physically, but like who he is as a person. You like, always like him. He's always a likable person. He's someone that, like, he when isn't you, in The Lovely Bones. When you see Steve Carell in most of his roles, you like him whether or not he's a decent person, bad person, somewhere in the middle, whatever. Because he's charismatic. Yeah. But you have, like, one role for Steve Carell where you're like, he's such an asshole. He's got no redeeming qualities. For me, that's the way, way back. For Stanley Tucci, mm -hmm. you can get past him being, like, I told you, secret asshole in Hunger Games. I still like his character, even though he's a secret yeah. asshole. In he's The Lovely a, Bones. He's a secret fucking evil presence um, in this in, movie. In The Lovely Bones, I was already sketched out by him. This was the first thing I ever saw him in, by the way. The, what? Yeah, it was the first thing I ever saw him in. Oh my god! Um, and this is the first.
first movie yeah. you ever saw. And I didn't know that Stanley Tucci could be a nice guy because oh of this. Oh my goodness! So when I we saw, both, that's funny. We both had him as a villain. So in both of the movies, we when I saw him in it, I was like already getting torn up by the fact that I realized she was dead, and so I was like, oh my god, who killed her? And then like I quickly put together, spoiler alert, he killed her. Yeah. Um. But it also was creepy finding out that he'd done it before. And that oh, yeah. he he's was a serial he, individual. He's insane. Like he's absolutely nuts. And um shout out to Rose McIver. She plays her little sister who ends oh, up yeah. finding out about it. And this is when she's much younger. Like this is not I Zombie Times or even Ghost Times. This is when she was like young. Oh yeah. Of um, course she was in I Zombie. I she's love I Zombie. Yeah. Um but it is it is horrific. To have this, like, play out on screen. And in addition to that, also, shout out to Mark Wahlberg. Did a great job playing her dad. Yeah, he did not mark Grief stricken. Um, but there's something about him that you know that he's the neighbor, that you would see enough that you would trust him to water your lawn when you leave town, but you yeah. wouldn't trust him with your kids. And it's not just because he's a crazy murderer. It's, <laughs> he has a way about him. Like, it's he's not a li- Like, no, I mean, he's like. a little creepy. There's a weird thing about him, and you can't put your finger on it for, like, the whole movie until you realize he's a crazy person! And he's... Because he's so transformative, as I said, I genuinely think he deserved an Oscar for it, and I think it's ridiculous that he doesn't have an Oscar for it. He's um, not an Oscar winner, I don't think. He isn't. Which and is shocking And I, I can't believe he doesn't have an Oscar for The Lovely Bones, because it is terrifying to witness him he's just in general. He's so many good it. movies. It's it is terrifying. Shocking. It is absolutely terrifying. Now, my number two is your number one. Can we do it to say and together? And I can't believe say, it. Say the movie. Ready? One, two, three. Easy, Easy A. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's your number one for him, my but I also one, can't argue because it's my number two. My number one is like because it is exactly who I think he is. Oh, it yeah. Is you think it's Tucci as Tucci. Yeah. It is the best performance, in my opinion, even though it's not even, it's not a lead It seems organic. It's not a B plot. It's like... E F plot in in terms of like because he's he's organic but and whenever, he seems real. Whenever anybody mentions this movie, that's who I think of. Yeah, I think of him immediately. You, think, you know what you specifically think of? You think of the scene. He goes what? Who yes. told you? Yeah, that's exactly so, what you think. Yeah, of. there is. So a bit of backstory. Easy A. Emma Stone stars in it. It's uh you don't really, retelling. No, you don't really need to know anything. Retelling of the Scarlet Letter. He plays her dad. Uh, he it. plays her dad, and she Dill has Dill Pendergast. By the yeah. way, his name is Dill. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, and she has an adopted bro- uh, an adopted brother, and at this w- at this dinner table scene, and her, and she's, she's letting white, them know. and her brother, her adopted brother, is black. Yeah. Key part of this. Yes. Definitely. For this scene to work. Um, but... And her parents are very her parents, white. Her parents, um, are kind of feel very laid back and warm and just, they're good with they're, whatever. because the they know parents they know that They are. They are, like, the best movie parents. Um, but they, um, they know that she's a good kid. So at the start of the scene, she, like, she's letting them know, I got sent to the principal's office today, and they're like, oh, did you get a medal? And she's like, no, it's because I said a bad word in class. And they're like, oh, what's the word? And they're guessing what the word is and everything. But it also she says it has... it starts with a T, and they're going T, 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 T. Tallywhacker. And, like... Termigant. Yeah. And, like... Turgent. Yeah. Like, they're just saying old... Well, and then, and then she's... Then she starts going frask, nunt, and she goes, you're just saying sounds, mom. And, like, she, this is... It feels very organic, this yeah. whole conversation. But while this is happening... 
Um, he says, I'm never gonna go through puberty, and it's because he says that he likes her jeans. She goes, oh, they're Costco, you know, you can have them when you get a little older. And he goes, oh, I'm never gonna go through puberty. And he's, and, and the mom turns around and says, that's okay, you're from a family of late bloomers. I didn't do it until this point, nor did Olive. And he turns around and goes, what does that matter? I'm adopted. And Stanley Tucci slams he the cupboard. <laughs> And he what? Goes, Who told you? And he goes, guys, I thought we said we were going to do this as a family. <laughs> and and this kid is sitting there like, you guys suck. Like, he's, he's looking like, rolling his eyes, like, you're being so silly. Yeah. And um, then the thing that kills me is, no one ever talks about it, is after the fact, they sit down at the table, and he's sitting there with, like, a, a green bean in his hand pretending it's a cigarette, and he goes, where are you from originally? Yeah. Is what he says to his son. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And I think it's great. It's just, it's wonderful. I think he's just being himself. Yeah. I, really, I think, I, it, it I also, seems like it's ad-lib. I also, I also love like when um, Dan Bird is in it and he, he plays a gay kid and he's befriending Is Olive. that that kid's name? Dan Bird, yeah. Oh, great actor, by the way. Yeah, I love Dan Bird. He's in Young Sheldon now. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're having a whole conversation with our eyes. Um, so... Uh, I also love when that's going on, and he comes to, like, kind of confront her, like, hey, the guy that you seem to be dating, he seems incredibly gay. Like, he doesn't say it, but he's like, and she's like, dad, dad, stop. And he's like, no, no hate, nothing like that. Yeah. I was gay once no for a little while. I was gay once, yeah. For a little while. <laughs> and she's looking like, thank you, just go. Yeah. And, and then, oh, what was it that... And the mom says something similar as well, which is funny. She's like... Well, she says... She's like, no... Your boyfriend seems like he's yeah, incredibly she's, gay. She's like, hey... She's like, I, you know, I dated a gay guy once. She goes, please yeah. tell me you didn't marry and have children with him. And yeah. she just starts to laugh. She goes, and no, she goes, no, no. No, he's your straight. Your father's straight. Very a little straight. too straight if you, you know don't what I mean. And she's like, oh my god, mom. <laughs> and the two of them are perfect. Because they're, yeah. both, they're both on the same wavelength on who these parents are going to be. And they play it just perfectly. Yeah. And that is, to me, my absolute favorite performance from him. Yeah. He's done, like, there are meteor roles. It's because it's done warm. Greater. It's warm, it's fuzzy, it's who you want him to be. It's entirely memorable. And when yeah. people say Stanley Tucci, my brain goes to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know I honestly, really sad my brain just splits in two. And I one goes to and one goes to the lovely bones. I am heartbroken. Split. Do you want to hear about my heartbreak? Sure. He did it a TV show where he traveled all over to Italy. Can you yes. talk about that one? Yes. yes, where he traveled around. It was a food show, cooking sort of type of show. I wanted to watch it, but being the stupid bitch I am, I did not pay attention to when it was supposed to be on, and I thought that's fine. Everything streams nowadays. I have the Discovery Plus app. To stream, in my mind, CNN. Do you know what they didn't include on that app? Is this show. So I still haven't been able to watch it. I have no way of getting access to it. I am waiting for I reruns. I thought I saw it on something. They're doing a second season! And I missed Calm that, down. too! Jesus Christ. Anyway, heartbreak, because yes. not only would it be Italian food, which, hello, that's another thing that would make when my heart... When the moon meets your eye, like a big pizza pie, that's amore. And that's my issue That's right her there. amore. Yeah, that would have been a Christmas <laughs> gift that I would really have liked. But yeah. no, didn't How about I just wrap up Stanley for you? Oh my God, bring Stanley. Forget the show, I'll just... <laughs> yeah. You cook for me, Stanley. Yeah, I'll have him cook. You can me, stay. And he, I, watched, I watched a clip on... I'm going to say... Instagram, but it could have been anything, honestly. He made a drink with this, like, little scarf on that he wears. It's on he, Instagram. It's on Instagram? I've he made it. a drink 
It's like a good five minute video, and I just watched the entire reel. Just and then, to see him in his scarf. Yeah, and then at the end of it, he's like, and this is how you make it. And I'm just like, that was worth every single second. <laughs> I wasted no five minutes. No, that All was the five perfect. Minutes, worth it. Yeah, it he's just making it, a drink. It improved my life. I don't know why this they is put when people on watch there. reality TV. You know that, right? <laughs> they feel like they're getting I, something back. Yeah, I was like, hi. Hi, Stanley. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're touching the bar on your chair like you're touching human skin, like yeah. a caress. <laughs> Just like caressing, caressing his, his Hi, arm. Hi, Stanley. Hi, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah. Anyway, Stanley Tucci. I love him. Stanley Tucci, everyone. I can't believe Love the Merry Bones Christmas is your number two. To me. Just on a separate thing. I can't believe it's your number I two. I can't believe it's your number one. But at the same time, it it's makes so sense. It's your first interaction. Good. It's so good. I'll and watch it again And it's so soon. horrific. And the book was good. The I, book's incredible. The yeah, book's, the book's amazing. Far non. It's um, incredible. My problem is that I watched the movie first. So then I read the book and I was like, eh, I'd rather just spend two hours watching the film. Um, oh, you did it so wrong. I know, but it doesn't matter because it's Tucci, it Chelsea. It's Tucci. Mm. But yeah, it's horrific. Horrific to watch, but yeah, and yeah, I can't. Be well, I I get why your number one is your number one because it's my number two. But like I said, I told you my brain just splits in half when I think of Stanley Tucci. It's like, where are you from originally? And I put her, and I put her in this. Yeah, We're, but yeah. yeah, oh, it's oh. So what what we've come to learn is that for a perfect Christmas for me, I need a little bit of Arnie, which I've had this year. Uh, a little bit of Joe Pesci, which I've had this year. Yeah. And a little bit of Stanley Tucci. Which, which you have which, all year round. Which I have year round, yeah. <laughs> I've hit all That's one the thing that Stanley Tucci hasn't really done, is a Christmas movie. I watched something recently. What did I watch? I feel like I watched something with Stanley Tucci in it. Yeah, but it's probably not a Christmas movie. He's done absolutely everything, so I would, I would not doubt. If he isn't a Christmas movie, it's nowhere near big enough a part. Because we don't have it in, like, the top of our minds. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I hope you enjoyed the Very, Very Chelsea Christmas episode. I, I feel like you're mocking it right now. No. <laughs> Searching way, for Italy. That's the, the name of the show. The way you, you came into it is what I'm mocking. You're like, okay. I'm excited. I know. When Stanley Tucci's Christmas like cocktail recipe. I think that's when he did the, the drink. With the scarf to keep him warm yeah. in Italy. With bright pomegranate. <laughs> yeah, in Italy of all places. Complete with bright pomegranate seeds. Yeah, the Stanley Tucci cocktail. It sounds cocktail. delicious. It's a classic Negroni, equal parts gin, Campari, and sweet vermouth. For his version, though, seen in his wildly popular video, I Was Not Alone, he doubles up the gin and shakes it. Yeah. I was not alone. Which, which tr traditionalists were up in arms that he like changed the drink? It's not just your typical. I don't like Negroni. traditionalists. It, it's a. They're all like, oh, let's keep everything the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, how are you doing with that phone? You wouldn't have had that if we kept everything the same. People are calling it the Stanley Tucci Martini. I gotta try it then. And they don't have to. You're and going they, to. They said there's four ounces of gin in it, and it's like, come on, it's Tucci, so you know it's Tanqueray. And he pours it over ice and gives it a stir. Uh, I'm just gonna have to watch it again. Okay. Just beautiful. We're going to end the episode before she starts watching it again, because I'm sure that that's going to happen any second now. Oh, my God. So, yeah. go watch some Arnold's and Do the Tony some Akekekekek Pesci, and then you get some Tucci. Tucci my Gucci. Oh, God. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye.